Imagine that you're about to board a plane to take a trip. Not a long one, about 50 minutes, give or take a few. Long enough for you to order a coffee or an adult beverage. Your captain is a grade school four square champion and an all-star at UNO. Hailing from Salina, Kansas and residing in Southeast Texas, he will give you his thoughts on music, family, and adventures in life. So sit back and get comfortable. The seatbelt sign is always off. Welcome aboard flight 785. In the words of Snoop Dogg, whether you're riding in your Lolo or blowing on some dodo, spread the word and take a photo. This is Flight 785 in the house once again. My name is Kenyan. I'm here with my lovely wife, Carrie. What is going on? How are you doing, Carrie? I'm doing well. That was an interesting intro. That's right. That's how we do it, guys. This is, is Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> guys, welcome to the show. Welcome to Flight 785. We are here for another week. As I said, and I am feeling good, it is a Sunday, the 20th of December, and you know what, guys, this is going to be the last show for the year, the last show for the year, and we will be back, we're going to take a quick holiday break, and we'll be back around the 6th of December, sometime around there, or 6th of January, that's right, the 6th (laughs) of January, we will be back around that time, so guys, welcome aboard if this is your first time listening This is a show that y'all can just sit back and uh, just be entertained for about 35, 40 minutes, you know, depending on how long we go, guys. And when you're on Flight 785, you have diplomatic immunity. And what that means is you can feel free to say whatever you want to say, think however you want to think, without any fears of reprisals or repercussions. And I, myself, Dutch Chocolate... I have Are you dip- the Pied Piper? I have diplomatic immunity. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know, you know what that sound means. You know what that sound means. Everybody, I feel like it means you're the Pied Piper. Everybody knows what that sound. Sa- everybody knows what that sound means, guys. Do we? So, uh, flight seven eight five is in the house, guys. So, guys, Carrie, what we should uh, we should get into uh, what we've been watching, right? What, yes. what have we been watching? Um, we've been binging the new Dynasty on Netflix. Yes, Dynasty. The the 2020. The 2020 the, version, you know, yeah, couple year uh, version of Dynasty. And yeah, it is, you know, it three is. three seasons. It's pretty good. It, 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 it is pretty good. <laughs> I, I enjoy it. You know, it, I came in there with low expectations. I did And then too. after seeing it, after seeing the first two episodes, I was like, hey, this is this is getting good. Yeah, season one was good. I'm, so I, now we're binging now. Yeah, I love Fallon. I love her spirit. We, we are binging. <laughs> we are binging through Dynasty, guys. Yeah. And so uh, thing, things are looking up, guys. And guess what? My stomach is feeling better from my eggnog fiasco. The infa- the I think em- he's cut out the, infamous, the eggnog. The infamous, I think that's why it feels well, better. I, well, I have cut back. But the infamous <laughs> eggnog fiasco, guys... Uh, Last week, I was not feeling well. I got a hold of some tainted eggnog, I believe. And so anyway, but you know what? I'm feeling better and I am ready to rock and roll. So you know what? We need to start with the flight plan. Okay. So for the flight, well, before we start though. Yeah. Social handles. How do you get in touch with me? That is flight785 on Instagram, flight785podcast at gmail.com. That's how you can get in touch with me and uh, shoot me a, shoot me a message. Say that slower. Flight seven eight five podcast at gmail.com. Very nice. Or Instagram <laughs> flight seven eight five. And if you guys have any stories that you know, because I can't catch all these crazy stories that come across the net. If you have any stories, send them to me. Send me the link 
flight 785 podcast at gmail.com so i can check them out and you might just hear your story on the show and you know what i'm going to give you credit to i absolutely will give you credit for sending me a story so that uh we can talk about it and chop it up so for the flight plan for this week we are going to talk about you know some things that happened with a homeowner she was getting her home uh, uh you know taken care of fixed by some workmen and they did some things that upset her okay. we're going to talk about a a hunter that had an unfortunate incident we're going to talk about a letter that some homeowners received and mm-hmm. uh we're going to talk about a couple christmas memories that i pulled off the net uh, you know we're just going to chop that up and we're going to get into abby is not right where well i pull off a you know i pull off a story from dear abby or miss manners or one of the advice columns and we dissect it and talk about it and we got to uh, learn something right we have learned yes, something right we're what gonna we go over the most popular christmas treats in every state i was uh it's by good housekeeping and um i was very shocked and surprised of the list i i didn't even know of the desserts by state yeah i, I I, some of it I wouldn't even correlate with Christmas. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, there better not be cream corn anywhere on there, okay? Even though that's not a dessert. That's only know, five out of the... You know, Kansas, <laughs> you know, Kansas, you know, I love you, Kansas, but you really, really let me down when I read Kansas that. Kansas has got a weird one that, this time, that, too. That cream, corn, <laughs> that cream corn was the number one side dish at Thanksgiving for people from Kansas. You guys really let me down. Because that that's not the move at all. Cream corn <laughs> is not the move. Anyway, so you know what? I'm just going to reset that for a second. You know, you're sitting around the table, you know, at Thanksgiving or even Christmas. Eating creamy corn. And someone comes up to you and says, hey, you know, I'm going to, should I pass you the cream corn, Kenyon? The cre- oh, hell no. It would be the creamy corn. No, it's not creamy corn. Okay, it's not already. Oh, she the started cream? already. She started, guys. It is not the creamy corn. It is not the corny you, cream. You know what? <laughs> I can tell how this show is going already. So anyway, moving on. So there was a letter that was sent to a group of neighbors in Saint Anthony, Minnesota. Okay, and it was going to ask for the removal of their Christmas lights. The letter claims that the light displays. Yeah, the letter claims that the light displays are a reminder of divisions in our society, and show bias against those who don't celebrate Christmas or who can't afford to. And at least four homes got the letter. Four homes in the neighborhood got the letter. And so, you know, the letter said in part, the idea of twinkling colorful lights are a reminder of divisions in our society and systematic biases against neighbors who don't celebrate Christmas or who can't afford to during these unprecedented times. And so a lot of people felt really singled out and really creeped out, you know, that someone actually came to their, you know, took down their address and wrote them a letter. Yeah. And the letter went on to ask those who received it to respect the dignity of all people and take down those Christmas lights. Uh, yes, yes. Well, and at least one of listen, at least one of the neighbors filed a police report. Okay. <laughs> but the okay. St. Anthony police said because the letter was not threatening, no crime was committed. So, you know, I, go ahead. I thought that. The whole purpose of putting Christmas lights out is to show joy to others. Joy so to that, others. Yes. So that others could look at the pretty lights and enjoy them. 
whether you put them up or not, it's not to like rub it in someone's face that they have Christmas lights up. Yes. It's to show the joy of Christmas so others can see it, the beauty of it. Really? Yes, that's what I thought. Well, I'm not big into Christmas lights myself, but I actually would not, you know, send a letter to people in the neighborhood telling them to take their Christmas lights down. That's not what I would do. I mean, now what I would Christmas do is lights at Walmart are like a dollar a box. Well, I mean, you can always wrap it around your tree. Well, it's not about that. It's but but I, I mean, what I will do is on December six twenty sixth, I will send a letter to those people, tell them they need to take their Christmas lights down. <laughs> Christmas is over. Okay, Christmas yes, is I over. I know you're a stickler. About okay, that. you know I, you know, and what? that's fine. I agree. You clean can, it up, get you, rid of it the day can, after. Listen, you could best believe that guys. We could be, we could be like other people. I know they take it down immediately after the presents are unwrapped. Well, I, well, you know what? You you beat me to the punch because I was gonna say <laughs> you could best believe that at the stroke of midnight on the twenty sixth. Okay, that's when we need to just take everything down. Okay, if we you're need, game to help me, to I'll out, do it. We need to get outside. I'm going to send my wife outside. No, if you're going gonna to help, by all means, we'll do it at midnight. Really? Sure. So we're going to do what at midnight? We're going to take down all the Christmas decorations and clean up and put them all up. That way, the next day, it's starting afresh and new. Ain't nobody got time for that. I'll be asleep. You said you had time for that. I I changed my mind. You know, it it, it never never hurts to change your mind, guys. (laughs) Okay. On the 26th, though, everything's coming down. Good. Thank you for your help. So so, uh, how exactly do you feel about these, you know, these people that get a letter? What if you were to receive a letter that said, hey... Oh, you I need to take I, your lights down. I don't go all out like that. And rece- No, they just had the regular lights up. <laughs> How would you feel if you received a letter like that that said, you know, it's not right for other people that, that don't want to have the lights up or I, don't I would, celebrate Christmas? I would just take it as these are hateful. This is a hateful person that just hates life. And I would just move on and I would say a prayer for them. Okay. All right. Outstanding. Outstanding. <laughs> so, guys, if you do receive a letter in the mail telling you to take down your Christmas lights. It's from Kenan. Say, uh, okay. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> Moving on. Guys, uh, you know, I, shout out to all my Hunter friends. Um, this is coming out of the Czech. The Hunter? Chez, yes, Hunter friends. friends yes. The friends Chez, that hunt? Yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> friends that hunt. Okay. Okay. Okay, so a hunter in the Czech Republic was charged by a deer that snagged the man's gun on its antlers and fled into the woods with the weapon. <laughs> yes, guys, that's, that's what happened. The deer stole the hunter's gun and fled into the woods. <laughs> yes, yes. What a clever deer. Yeah, police in the South Bohemian region said a hunter contacted authorities to recount the story of how he lost his gun while hunting near the village of Horny Plana. Okay. Of course. Man, okay. You know what? You, you know what? You, stay mature, please. So the man said that one of the hunting dogs in his group startled the deer well, in a well, wooden. Do you, do you get it? Please like save, the deer's horns. Please, please, stay, please save all your questions. <laughs> please save your questions till the end of the story, please. I think this. Okay, is add the... your comments, please. Okay. <laughs> the, you know what? <laughs> the man said that one of the hunting dogs in his group startled the deer in a wooden area, causing the panicked deer to run directly toward him. Uh-huh. Okay. So, you know, first of all, the guy's out there with a the gun. Okay. And well, yeah, that's what hunters his, do. Yeah. And his dogs. Yeah. The dog scares the deer. Okay. The animal. Not a good hunting yes, dog. The, 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 the deer runs at the man. Uh-huh. The deer's antlers ripped the man's sleeve and ended up snagged on his 22 Hornet rifle. 
which had been slung over his left hand at the time. Uh huh. So the deer just jacked him, basically. The deer jacked him. Okay. The animal ran off into the woods with the hunter's unloaded gun still attached to its antlers. Well, at the least man it was told unloaded. Police. Yeah, yes. Police said another hunter reported spotting a deer with a rifle dangling <laughs> from its antlers more than a half mile away from the scene. Did they put their hands up? No, Gary. <laughs> Investigators said the hunter was required to report the loss of the rifle under the Czech Republic's Firearms and Ammunition Act. Oh, yeah. Okay. So can you imagine going over to the Czech Republic's Firearms and Ammunition Act? Can you, can, you know, you walk over there to the, the place. The deer stole my gun. You walk over there and, and you, hey, sir, good morning. Hey, how are you? You know, yeah. you know I need to report a lost weapon. I and what were the circumstances? He probably felt humiliated. You know, and, what were the circumstances? Stating that it was in horny Czechoslovakia. Yes, yes. What was... The horns took my horns in horny Czechoslovakia. Sir, what was the circumstances regarding you losing your weapon? A deer came up and took it. My dog was against me. I was using my left hand. The deer came up and jacked him. But you know what? These things happen, guys. These things happen. And, you know, it's real life, guys. It's it's just real life. (laughs) We have a furious homeowner, okay? She wrote a letter to the tradesmen that were working on her home. Tradesmen that, you know, work on her home. Yes, the construction workers. Yes, okay? And so she took to Facebook to share her disgust. Of course she did. You know, a lot of people, when they get upset, they, you know... They They vent on Facebook. They vent on Facebook, you know? (laughs) And I'm not really big on Facebook. It's not my thing, but... You know, a lot of people. Maybe vent. it's because you're not a venter. No, I, yeah, I don't vent. Uh, I just suffer in just silence. Just minimally. I just suffer in silence <laughs> and drink eggnog in the dark. So a homeowner was left furious when she discovered that a group of tradesmen had used her toilet while renovating her house. Yes. Nadia from Sutherland Shire in Australia had hired a group of construction workers to do a bit of work uh-huh. on her home. Uh-huh. But while they were at it, she said they took the virginity of her brand new toilet, leaving her stunned. <laughs> yes, yes. Ah! You know what? I thought we'd get through this whole show without that, our deed showing that, up. That sounds like a movie star diva attitude. Well, you know what? <laughs> Although she'd organized for the workers to have access to an outdoor toilet. Of course she did. They decide to use the one she had just installed indoors. Maybe they needed a jingle, John. Well, okay, Gary. You know what? We're not talking about jingle. That it was last en- week. But it would have enticed them. Listen, it would have enticed them to use one outside. It would be bright lights and cheerful. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Gary, Instead Gary, of pearly light. No, no. Okay. After discovering the evidence that they'd left behind in the bowl, oh, she was forced to wash the toilet twice. Okay. Good. Bleach it. Disgusted by the criminal act they committed. Okay. It was criminal. (laughs) Was it? It was criminal. No, Carrie, no questions. No, no, I'm not taking any questions. Okay. (laughs) I'm not taking any questions during this, during this uh, story. Uh, Okay. okay. We're on board flight 785. No questions. Okay. Uh Disgusted by the criminal act they committed. She wrote them a note before taping it to the lid. Dear tradesmen, the toilets in this house are not rightfully yours to use, it read. We are paying for an outdoor toilet for your use. Not only did you take the virginity of our toilets, but you disrespectfully ignored the seal sign, ripped the tape, and continued to use it. This is the second time I'm cleaning your 
bleep from this toilet. <laughs> this is a criminal act. Please don't do it again. After sharing the note to Facebook, many people agreed with Nadia that the construction workers should have cleaned down the toilet after using it at least. Now, I need to know, where do you stand on this, Carrie? Where do you stand well, on this? Well, I believe you... that if you put a sign on there saying, do not break the virginity of my toilet, yes. everybody's going to want to go in it. Okay, so <laughs> if she would have put no sign there. Yeah, I think it would have been fine. They know they have the porta potty out there. Let me tell you what happened. Those construction workers, they, they walked did in it there. They did just to pee all they, over. They, they saw the side. Do you know what they said? It's about to go down. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin Hart. <laughs> Kevin Hart is here, guys. I can't believe it. I think this is a, a, a this is this is surprising. Kevin, good to see you here. Good Sometimes I think when you make a bigger deal out of something, it's just the, what is it called? The, the point of the matter that they're going to, don't look at me like that. I don't that. know what the hell you're talking about, <laughs> like, but. Like, are, you, are you saying you're making too much uh, of it or you're uh, emphasizing no. it? When you emphasize that you don't want something uh -huh. and maybe she's just rather rude to them, they're just going to go ahead and do what she doesn't want because they're tired of it and yeah. they're just going to do it. Or maybe they just have to use the loo. You know, you yeah, maybe to, there's someone else maybe in the jingle someone John. In the, first of all, there's no jingle John outside. <laughs> you don't know okay, that. There, they may have hired. There's him. no jingle John. Okay, <laughs> and the jingle John is guys. Uh, check out last week's episode regarding the jingle John. <laughs> For some reason, Carrie is fixated on this jingle John I, I just stuff. Guys, thought it was ingenious. I already okay. regret. Listen, I already regret. <laughs> I, did, I didn't choose the article I, uh, you yeah, chose it, yes. the article and i already regret choosing that article for the jingle johns <laughs> she can't she's fixated on this jingle john stuff guys i think it's clever it, okay you think it's clever <laughs> anyway so you know the workmen are in there yeah you know they go to one bathroom yeah. say bob goes say bob goes to one and steve goes to the other yeah, and he, steve goes to the other one and he sees the <laughs> sign the sign is on there, and he's got to go. Right. What, what is he going to do? It's about to go down. You know what, Kevin? All Hart? right. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> anyway, anyway, moving on, guys. That is what we had with that lady. So do you think she's justified? Do you think she's justified? Yes or no, Carrie? Uh, I mean, it's her toilet. So is that a yes or is that a no? I would have gone in at first and then put the sign in it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Christmas memories, guys. Since we are only five days away from Christmas. We're going to talk about some Christmas memories, shall we, Carrie? Yes. You know, Christmas is a wonderful time. And as I do, as you know, I do what I want. And so I have diplomatic immunity. So we're going to talk about what happened to a couple people. I pulled a couple of Christmas stories of what happened to them over one of their Christmases. And here we go. Okay. I hope it's a feel good. Well... You're about to find we out. We have to wrap it in a big bow. It's it's family drama, okay? Okay. So it wasn't my family, thank God, but one of my friends is what a lady writes in. Okay. Her uncle got caught cheating at the dinner table when his phone buzzed, okay? Mm -hmm. His phone buzzed, and her aunt saw the incoming text, okay? She started screaming and crying, throwing her dinner at him. <laughs> my friend dared to laugh. So then her aunt turned on her and started insulting her weight and how oh, no. she'd never get a man. 
So then the mom stands up and yell, starts to yell, and the whole family gets involved. The aunt starts to insult everyone, calling them backstabbers and lowlifes, and then calls me an intruding B-I-T-C-H. I've never, ever visited a friend over the holidays since. Well, I don't blame her. Okay, that is one of the things that... You ever had anything wild happen uh, for Christmas uh, for you when you were growing up in uh, Wichita, Kansas? A anything crazy that you could think of? Um... No, okay. I mean, other than, no, other than maybe like um, everybody brought their dogs for Christmas and it ended up being uh, very bad because they all began to fight and we're trying to open presents. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. But um, nothing, yeah, other than that, no. Nothing, nothing crazy. I, I don't think so. How about you? No, no, no crazy Christmases. No, every. Do you remember any that we've had that were crazy? You know, we keep ours kind of low key. So yeah. no, we no, just I, focus on the unwrapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 yeah. true. We do, and the good food. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so anyway, so here's another one. When Pretty I, mild. When I was a toddler, we were supposed to go to Savannah to visit my mom's family for Christmas. My dad said he couldn't go because he lost his wallet. It turned out that some prostitutes he had slept with took his money, identification cards, and all the cocaine he'd been carrying. Uh -huh. We ended up going to Georgia without him. Unsurprisingly, my parents were not together anymore, and I am estranged from my father. He needs some milk. Yeah, you know what? You're he does. just horrible stories today. You know what? This is all I could find on my, I, I guess on my Commodore 64 us computer. That yes. If we have mild mannered, uh, calm. Yes. Christmases that we need to be thankful and cheerful yeah. that we don't have all that drama in our lives, right? Yeah, I guess I, you know, I guess, <laughs> but you know what? There's some people out there who have drama, or or does it mean that we shouldn't go to Christmas as a friend to other people's places? I, and just, we should and just, just stick with family. No, I'm thinking the opposite. I'm thinking we need to go to Fraser's oh. house for Christmas <laughs> and critique their. You want to see the drama? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm here for it. Okay, I'm Whatever. here for it, guys. Of course a, you are. Here's another thing, guys. If you guys have any crazy stories that happen to you over your holidays. Okay. Oh, please share. Share. Send them to me. Shoot me an email, flight785podcast at gmail.com. Or you can shoot it to me on IG, uh, flight785. Either way works, but the email form would be better. So here we go. One more. Okay, here we go. Now, this one is this one is definitely interesting. So, Grandma, you know it's going to be crazy when Grandma shows up, okay? So my grandmother went out to the garage to smoke after Christmas dinner and intentionally slammed her arm in the car door, breaking her wrist in the process. Uh -uh. Why? She wanted to see if her pain medication was working. Needless <laughs> to say, her experiment caused us to spend the rest of Christmas in the emergency room. Khaled. Congratulations. You played yourself. That's ridiculous. Thank you, Khaled. Uh, would you, who would be dumb enough? You know what? You 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 really want to know? Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Thank you, Rick James. Thank you for the well placed sound drop. Yeah, so that happens. Uh, Christmas memories, Gary. Uh -huh. Chris Christmas memories gotcha. that we have going on. So, guys, you know what? We are going to take a quick break, and we will be back. You're on board, flight seven eight five. Hey guys, winter is officially here. It's time to pull out those heavier clothes, boots, and hoodies. And speaking of hoodies, have you checked out the GDC Gentlemen's Driving Club yet? GDC has apparel and accessories that will have you looking right. Check out my Instagram and you'll see yours truly rocking a black GDC hoodie. 
head on over to gentlemansdrivingclub.com and pick yours up. It's a good look. Save 15% off at checkout by using the promo code FLIGHT785. You know how we do it. Be a part of the flight crew at GDC. Gentlemen's Driving Club. What drives you? Let's go. Welcome back to Learn Something. This week we are discussing the most popular Christmas treats in every state. Really? The most popular Christmas treats? Yes. What are your favorites from when you grew up? What, What was your Christmas treat? that you remember as a tradition from your family? Well, I won't say it's a tradition, but, you know, the usual candy canes. Uh, mm-hmm. Fruitcake is a, fruitcake is very For good. your family? Yeah, you know what? My dad used to always get some fruitcake, and mm-hmm. then he would have it for breakfast in the morning with his coffee, and he'd have some type of um, uh, uh, adult beverage inside his, <laughs> well, I won't say that. I will say that the, inside <laughs> nope, the coffee, you said well, it. let me finish. No, I, I won't, <laughs> what I will say is the coffee smelled funny, okay? <laughs> You know, you take the coffee and you yeah. pour it out of the pot into the cup. Right. Okay. The coffee always and smells not, funny to well, me. Well, because you hate coffee, but you know. But then he he had a he had a bottle and he put something inside. Oh, you the, saw him. Yeah, there was something that was placed inside the I coffee. See. I don't I know see. what it was because you know I can't read those big words. Okay, I was just a child. Didn't you say that you guys made like a birthday cake for Jesus or something too? I remember you saying that possibly. Uh, no, 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 you didn't say that. No, no, it probably was another one of your male friends. I don't know, but please continue. <laughs> no, I thought you said that you did. No, no, I did not. Okay, I, I did not. All right, okay. We've been together so many years, it all blurs together. It, huh? I, I bet it does, guys. <laughs> guys. No, for you, guys, you believe her. <laughs> oh, for hell no, no, this is for you. You know, we're gonna have a discussion once this show is over. We're gonna, I have, can't wait. We're gonna have a discussion. Let's this, discuss. this is ridiculous. <laughs> But please continue. All right. So I have never heard of this, but there are three states that their most popular treats are red velvet cake at Christmas. Oh, those are from those are southern states. I can tell you that right now. Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi. Yep. Yeah, and then red velvet is outstanding. I've never heard of cheesecake for Christmas, but there's a lot of states that had an overwhelming amount of cheesecake for their treats there was arkansas connecticut florida michigan nevada new mexico new york ohio and oklahoma cheesecake is their number one yes so you're talking about not when you say treats you're talking about just like uh desserts yeah these are desserts Desserts. okay these are desserts desserts, not treats. yeah good housekeeping and honestly this uh this uh, article was published in a lot of the uh, Better Homes and Gardens really? Good Housekeeping. Yeah. So cheesecake. Cheesecake. Um, and then Alaska was an odd one. Okay. You'll never guess what this one was. Okay. What it was, was M and M's. M and M's is. Part I'm of assuming a... it was red and green M and M's. Well, no. The deal is though, everything is very expensive in, uh, you know, Alaska. Because so they it's just in, get a couple M and M's. They just mail it in. You know, they <laughs> they just mail it in, and they're just like, forget well, it. Well, everything's <laughs> expensive in Hawaii because it's imported, and they have Oreo cheesecake. Oreo cheesecake. I've never yeah. had Oreo cheesecake. And you know before. how expensive milk is there. Oh so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Milk, milk, guys. Dairy is very expensive. If you go to Alaska, there. or if you go to hawaii i used to live in hawaii for four years and three three years and milk is 
five, it, depending on where you buy it, like five dollars like, no, to six six dollars a gallon. gallon. Or so more. milk is more expensive than gas. Yeah. In in Hawaii because everything is imported. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, no, it's okay. I like the fun facts. Um, so Arizona, this kind of cracks me up. You'll okay. never guess what this one is. It's hot chocolate. In Arizona? Yeah. It's hot as Hades in I Arizona. Know. Okay. So they must not want to turn their ovens on so they do hot chocolate. Probably iced hot chocolate. I get, well, you know, in Australia, they throw stuff on the grill because Christmas time, it's summertime down under. There, well, I but. think that's a good plan. We do that in Texas, too. Every now and again. Yeah. But yeah, so go ahead. Okay. So then California and Texas have the same holiday treat. Oh, gosh. Now, all the, now all the Texas folk are not going to be happy. Well, I'm California just and you. Texas, they share something. And in I've common? never even heard of this treat ever. I've never oh. even had it. It's okay. called a peppermint chocolate chip cookie. A peppermint chocolate chip cookie. Yes. No. Guys, uh, you know, if you heard from my intro, um, I'm from the Midwest. I live in Southeast Texas, but I am from the Midwest. So, no, guys, all my Texas listeners, shoot me an email, flight785podcast at gmail.com. If or, you grew up eating peppermint chocolate chip cookies, let us know. Yeah, yeah. Give it, send us the recipe. Yeah, send me something or send me a message on Instagram, flight785, but I've never heard of a, a peppermint chocolate cookie. So then there's a gingerbread cheesecake in Pennsylvania. Oh, that sounds good. Gingerbread cheesecake. Maybe. I don't know. I don't like that. We need like the recipe that. for that, too. We need the recipe for that gingerbread cheesecake. I don't I don't like the texture of pumpkin pie, sweet potato pie, so I don't know if I would like that. Um, you like cheesecake, though, right? I like cheesecake. Oh, you'll be fine. You'll but... be fine. We need to get... Hey, guys, we need, at Pennsylvania, shout out to Pennsylvania. I need the recipe for that, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, send it and to me. And then Colorado has gingerbread cake, and so does Maryland. Gingerbread cake. Cake. And then okay. gingerbread cookies for New Hampshire and Virginia. That okay. sounds normal to me. All right. Um, Idaho, they have candy canes. Candy canes, yeah. okay. Candy canes are normal to me. Um. Then Illinois and New Jersey, they have chocolate Santas. Chocolate Santas. I now, what is that? that? I, I'm assuming is it's like... Is that some like, type of cake or some, cookie or something? Well, you know how at Easter you have the chocolate bunnies? Right. I'm thinking it's a chocolate Santa like that, like a hollow chocolate Santa Illinois, that you me, eat. Illinois, holler at me. Let me know, let me know what's going yeah. on. I've got some friends in Illinois. And then, shout, out, shout out to my man, uh, Ben. My man Ben lives in Illinois. Okay, okay. And, and his son Evan. They, they live in, gotcha. the, in the family. Shout out. So uh, then we've got Indiana, Kentucky, Louisiana, and Tennessee. They all say their favorite or most popular treat is pudding at Christmas. Pudding. Pudding. Now, now where is this? Who is this? Indiana, Kentucky, Louisiana, and Tennessee. And we lived in Louisiana for six years, and I never heard about pudding for no, Christmas. No, I never heard of that either. Um, and then in Iowa, they have Oreo balls. I don't know if they crush them up and make them into a ball. I'm not sure what goes on with that. <laughs> Wait a minute. What are they now? Oreo balls. Oh, my. George Takai, you get out of this studio, okay? You are going to be banned. You are going to be... 2021, I don't want to see you in this studio, George Sky. This is ridiculous. Then, I apologize for that. What exactly it, are Oreo balls? I have no idea. I didn't look that one up. But they're just, yeah. They're just like, just. I, I don't know. Chewed up, spit out, and okay. put in the ball. I okay. don't know. Okay, okay, moving on. I don't know what an Oreo ball okay. is. Okay, moving on. Thank you. Thank you for that. Maybe they crunch <laughs> the cookie up and then 
put white chocolate on the outside? I don't know. Oh, okay. All right. Use your imagination. Okay, man. I'm not using my imagination. Okay, I'm not. I'm not using my imagination. All right, now Kansas. This yes. is a kicker. Okay, I, I don't even. I've never had my, my home state, Kansas, Sunflower State. Yeah, represent what they do we have got? Cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon rolls. Really? Yes. As a I've dessert at had, Christmas. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I lived in Kansas from. Uh, no, I wasn't born in Kansas. I was born in Kansas, and I right. never had cinnamon rolls. But I lived for in Christmas. Kansas from for about what twenty years, thirty years. Something I lived like that. in and, Kansas for twenty years. Right, right, and now cinnamon rolls at when you have chili. Yes, that's one thing. No, we've no, we've no. already had that we, debate we, before. Yeah, we, cinnamon rolls and chili. That's an absolutely thing you got to have. It's not. But yes, but please continue. Okay, Minnesota is peppermint kiss cookies. Okay, never heard of that no, either. No, me either. Um, and then Maine has chocolate truffles. They're a little bougie, I guess. Really? Chocolate truffles? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then Massachusetts has Christmas trifle. Okay, what is that? Well, I I did look that one up. Okay. It's a, a layered dish of fruit, pound cake, pudding or jelly, and whipped cream. Ain't nobody got time for that. No. It looked nasty. No. It looks like something you'd go to Furs Cafeteria and get. Okay. Listen, listen. <laughs> don't be talking bad about Furs Cafeteria, okay? There's nothing. Shout out to Furs Cafeteria. I don't think they're alive. Anymore. There's nothing alive. You don't. Really? I don't think they're up and oh running. Oh, my goodness. Furs Cafeteria. Shout out to Furs Cafeteria. You're on board flight 785. I remember the first time I went to Furs Cafeteria. Furs Cafeteria. It was with and... one of my aunt and uncles. Okay. And my uncle said, the best part about going here is you can pick up any dessert you want. Okay. So I was in line ahead of my uncle. Yes. Then my brother was behind my uncle. And yes. then my aunt was last, right? Okay. It's so... about to go down. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes. So I got a couple of vegetables. Right. I wasn't into eating meat, and uh, I got like okay. five desserts. When my aunt uh, went to pay at the uh, checkout, yes, she was not happy. She was not happy. <laughs> no, this but needless your... to say, I said I wanted to go back. Of yeah, course, yeah, absolutely. As much yeah. Jello as you uh, can get. Absolutely, I hear you. <laughs> hey, listen, when the opportunity arises, you've got to seize the day, baby. That's right. Seize the day. So of course, I was under 10 years old. Yes, you know? yes. <laughs> so, There's nothing wrong with furs, right. guys. Now, Missouri, I don't know what happened to you people, but... You people? What is that supposed to be? Vegan what? Christmas cookies for cookies Missouri. Well, it's Missouri. Cookies well, a hell of a how, how do you make it vegan? Vegan Christmas cookies. Yeah. I, I don't. It's Missouri. It, it's guys don't listen missouri <laughs> do not send me any emails okay Dipl we don't want any vegan christmas listen, cookies i don't know what they are but diplomatic immunity guys i nobody told you at the put, very beginning nobody puts meat in there i told you at the open okay i don't know what you're talking about carrie <laughs> i told you at the open guys diplomatic immunity but please continue carrie all right and montana has yol log cake what <laughs> Yeah, a yole, you know, what? a Y-U-L-E. Oh Isn't that how you pronounce it? One more time. No, you pronounce it. No, one, one more time, please. <laughs> no, no, no you, just for clarification. My, yole. my headset was not on properly. A yole log? A yole log. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm, you no, pronounce it correctly. Then. I believe it's a yule log. That's what I said. No, no, it's yule log. I said okay. yule log. 
That must be how people from it's, Wichita it's, pronounce it. Well, yeah, hey, please you. continue. You no. weren't born in Kansas, so you don't know. Please, please continue. <laughs> well, anyway, a fruit cake comes from South Carolina and North Carolina. So there you go. Maybe you're you're uh, a, a Carolinian. A fruit cake. Oh, George <laughs> yeah. the guy. This is the last time. Please continue, Gary. All right. And then South Dakota is on point. Okay. They said sugar cookies. All right. That's Nebraska, cool. Nebraska, I don't know where they're coming from, but they said York peppermint patties. I guess the cost of living is kind of high there, no, too. No, no, it's not. It really isn't. <laughs> okay. And then Oregon said a peppermint bark. I've heard of that. Like, Christmas candy. Okay. Got that. That you make homemade. Right. Uh, North Dakota said peanut butter blossoms. Okay. And then. I can get down with that. Uh, Wyoming went a little whack, but I'm sure you're on board with this too. They said eggnog. eggnog. I'd never heard of it as a dessert, but. Yeah, I could do I guess I could it's do got a lot of calories. Eggnog's so. good for you guys. All right. And then the three that were. Oh, I'm appalled. Utah said Jolly Ranchers. Okay. Wisconsin said Andy's Peppermints. Okay. And Washington said Skittles. Oh, man. Yeah, that's not... Yeah, I'm not Those sure aren't desserts, where they're that's coming candy. from. So, did you have, like, your favorite, or did your family have a tradition of their main dish for Christmas? Did we, and did you celebrate Christmas we have tra- Eve or Christmas Day? Yeah, like, like what a, like what a, kind of main dish did you usually have at Christmas? You know, we had whatever we, you know, whatever was agreed upon. We didn't have, like, you know. A set thing. Yeah, we didn't have a set thing like we're going to have. You know, we're going to have turkey every Christmas, although we did have turkey every Christmas. But, you know, <laughs> it's it not like thing. what we did not have was ham because I'm not big. I'm not a big ham. We guy. did ham at Easter. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm not a big ham guy. So that's not my and thing. And then um, my grandparents always had soup and sandwiches for Christmas Eve. And then my other grandparents always had turkey or prime rib or well i know which grandparents i'd be going to (laughs) for christmas day Uh, okay all right so um yeah but while i was doing my research for main dishes for christmas prime rib was on the top pick for the united states really prime rib yes what are we having for christmas day have we for christmas day yeah we always well what you don't remember what we do we always make homemade lasagna for Christmas Eve, and then Christmas Day, we eat a huge, big breakfast of homemade crepes with fruit and sweet and savory oh, eggs, yes, yes, bacon, okay, sausage. It. It's all coming back A huge to breakfast Christmas Day, and then we eat the leftover lasagna Christmas Day. That way, I don't have to cook, and I can enjoy playing with the kids. It, 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 it's all coming back yes. to me now. I know sometimes it gets thrown off since we're a military family. We go to other places and do everybody else's traditions. So we don't always do our tradition. So, yeah, I understand. We're flexible. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes, Gary. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Gary, go ahead. Please continue. Um, And so when I think of the holidays, my favorites, I think of sugar cookies decorated for Santa, gingerbread cookies and candy canes. All that good stuff. Yeah. Um. Any other desserts besides fruitcake do you think of or crave for No, Christmas? just the usual, the cookies yeah. and all that good stuff. In all moderation, right. of course. And um, and I remember in our stockings, my grandma, or not my grandma, Santa, 
used to put uh, a nice juicy orange in a huge Bob's candy cane. It was about a foot long, really? an inch thick. Yes. It took, oh, for- my. <laughs> it took you know forever. I'm tired, yeah, I'm tired of this. It took forever to eat. I would only get a third of the way or a fourth of the way through it. Right. Okay. And not throw it away. It was too sticky. Okay. Mess. Um, and she'd also put walnuts or money in the stocking. Okay. And my dad would take all the walnuts. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't eat those. Yes, I, I got it. I got it. <laughs> all right. Is, is that all we have that for That is the... all we have for learn something. So my wish is that I hope everybody either carries on with their traditions as best as possible. I know 2020 has been odd. Or you make new, memorable, and meaningful traditions this year. Outstanding, outstanding. You're on board flight 785. All right, guys, we are back for our last segment of Abby is Not Right. But before we roll into that, I would just like to say, uh, since this is the last episode of 2020, I would like to thank you, Carrie, for coming along for the ride and being a great teammate for the Flight 785 podcast. I appreciate it very, You're welcome. very much. You know? As always, I enjoy being on your team. So we started the show in April, and we have been rolling for one week. Every week, every Wednesday, we have been hitting y'all up, entertaining y'all. This is just a show for y'all just to... Uh, Forget about all the cares that have been going on, all the uh, all the bad stuff, and just relax for about forty minutes, roughly, roughly, right? About forty yes, minutes. Yes, yeah? and I I also feel that this is fun for you and I to get to, I don't know, banter, yeah, it's, goof it's, around. Yeah, it's it's good therapy. It's therapy. Yes, you know. And you know what? Anything you can do that will get you through the year or get you through life, you just got to keep doing it. Yes. And I enjoy your passion for the show and watching you grow through the show. Yeah. And it's a fun guys. Don't get me wrong. It does take a lot of work to do the show, but it is fun. It is very fun, especially when I get feedback from you guys telling me your thoughts on some of the shows. And uh, if you have more feedback, like I said, reach out to me. Flight seven eight five podcast at gmail.com or flight seven eight five on Instagram. And uh, we will keep this bad boy rolling. But like I said earlier, we will be back. We're gonna take a short little break and we'll be back January sixth. I can't wait. With more flight seven eight five. So without any further ado, Abby is not right. Okay. We're gonna see if Abby is right on this one. And last week, Abby was not right. In it. I was right, I'm sure. Yeah, Abby was not right. So we're going to roll into this <laughs> one. So here it goes. Dear Abby, my husband, who is my second husband, and I am his third wife. You following so far? I, I got it. Okay. And I just returned from a fantastic trip throughout Asia. While removing a piece of luggage from the conveyor belt at JFK, my husband's wedding ring flew off his finger. He glanced at it and around the belt, you know, he looked around the belt, you know, the conveyor belt, you know, Mm -hmm. for about 12 seconds, shrugged his shoulders, turned and headed for the exit. I and many of our fellow travelers continued to look for it. Yes, yes, yes. I called out to him as he was walking away and said that we should probably notify someone and give them our information if it was found. His response was not worth it. (laughs) <laughs> and a simple head shake, leaving most of us with dropped 
draws. I wonder who paid for the ring, him or her. <laughs> you know what? I, I, you know what? I, that's a good question. We celebrated our wedding anniversary. Or no, we celebrated our third wedding anniversary on that trip. Okay. We have been together for almost 14 years. Oh, and wow. And during that time, he has proposed in several very romantic and loving ways. We had a delightful uh, wait, relationship. Wait, wait, wait a minute. He's proposed multiple times? Yeah, he, yes. Uh, yes, he's proposed in several very romantic and loving ways. I, I don't know if it's taken her a while to say yes or what, but they were, they've been together for 14 <laughs> well, years. Well, you shouldn't have to ask so many times. Well, this is what I don't get. They've been together for 14 years, okay? and But they've only been married for three. Right, so, right. But she said, we had a delightful relationship up to the point of his him losing the ring. Uh-huh. You know, of okay. him losing the ring. But I realize now I was the only one who took the symbolism of our wedding ring seriously. I know the feeling. Don't make this about you. <laughs> okay. This lady says. This lady, That's how I feel. This lady says I'm hurt, <laughs> disappointed, and embarrassed by his actions. Uh-huh. He says I'm overreacting and that he didn't want to wear one anyway. Okay. That you know sounds familiar. He said, I never asked. Okay, wait a minute. I'm going to stop this right now, okay? Oh, you brought not, this, this one up. This You're the one us. that chose it. This isn't between us, okay? <laughs> okay. Okay, sure. She said, I never asked or expected him to get a ring, uh-huh. okay? He got it only because he had cashed in his former spouse's engagement ring and wedding ring set that she'd left behind in a drawer. Okay. What is your take on this matter? So uh-huh. she's asking Abby. Okay. Okay. Now, do you want me to say what Abby has to say, and then you can go ahead and, and put in your two cents? Yeah, I think we'll do that. No, right. no, no. Okay. I think so, I th- so- no. I think we should do our own two cents, and then hear what Abby has to say. No, no. But that way, we see how on point or how how we are with Abby's views. So, what what are your thoughts? So this is what Abby had to say. Okay, You're <laughs> this is what Abby me. had to say. <laughs> this Abby, is why this marriage isn't working. <laughs> Abby said, "I do find it unusual that your husband made such a feeble attempt to find the ring. Uh-huh. However, my take on this is you should, if you're smart, thank your higher power for this wonderful relationship. That's what she said, Carrie. Okay." She said, Thank your higher power for this wonderful relationship you have shared with this man for the last 14 years mm-hmm. and married for three. <laughs> and not and not ruin what you have by blowing this out of proportion. What you have with him is more precious than any tangible item. Now I the, know. Please, please, let me finish. Please, very rude to interrupt. <laughs> the lost wedding ring band in particular. If he prefers not to replace it, let it go. <laughs> Guys, now I know guys, why you wanted Abby. Guys, let me tell you something. something. Abby has redeemed herself, guys. No. If you listened to last week, okay, Abby, I thought Abby had. Did declared, you write Abby's thing in? I had. I had <laughs> sworn that Abby had declared a war on men, but uh-huh. after reading this, I know that Abby is all right in my maybe, book. Maybe, maybe Abby, Abby is all right may, in my book. Maybe, Gary. dear Abby, has gone through the many things that I've gone through over the years and just came okay. to the. Conclusions that the symbol of a wedding ring to a man on a man that does not want to wear this wedding ring 
is not. We're talking about Dear Abby here. Yeah, yes, okay, we're talking I, about I am. Dear Abby, Maybe she's okay? came to the realization that she understands that the Who, symbol of the ring, yes. and when a man does not want to wear that ring, it's just futile to have that symbol on their finger like they're gonna lose it they're gonna drop it they're gonna buy new ones they're gonna find it they're gonna wear it when they want to wear it why are you pushing that while i'm speaking guys we have some technical difficulties i i apologize for that for some reason the sounder board there's something wrong with the sounder board you know i've got to get this i think and i also think it's a double standard because the the wife would have lost the ring yes the husband would be furious the husband and, would be and furious. yes furious. and if the wife didn't wear a ring yes. the husband would be furious it's a double standard it's a double standard yes so do you think that abby is right is my question do you think that abby is right i think it's just uh, yeah i agree <laughs> with her you do agree with her. Yes, because you, you can only work so hard at trying to keep a ring on someone and they prove themselves in other ways. Oh, my goodness. Guys, as soon as this show is over, that's why we're taking two weeks. I've got to get yeah, the soundboard. We, I've got to get the soundboard taken in for some repairs. You really do. But anyway, guys, uh, so here's how I feel. Okay. I feel that Abby is right. I do have a hammer okay. to help the sound. I do. <laughs> I, I, you know what? <laughs> you know what? You're on board flight 785. I might have two hammers. No, no. <laughs> anyway, you know what? You're terrible. Uh, guys, I do believe that Abby is right. Uh-huh. I do believe that she should thank her lucky stars that she has a wonderful man in her life. And if he doesn't have the ring, okay, because, uh-huh. you know, if he if after all he did propose a couple times yeah you know what you he know kept what? at it and you know what if his response is not worth it <laughs> then i don't i don't have anything i you know what i i'm not mad at him okay i'm not mad at him at all it's guys. all about the actions and what's I, in his heart right you know what? that's gonna be my new saying guys <laughs> what? for 2021 not worth it i'm gonna say it just <laughs> no. like that yeah I'm going to say it just like that, okay? Please, please don't get stuck on anytime, that. Anytime, you know, something's not worth it, that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> not worth it. And I encourage you all out there, gentlemen. No. Diplomatic community, okay? I just encourage remember, you all. I have yes. to live with him and these things. <laughs> this is ridiculous. So, guys, that is what we have for Flight 785. I can't believe that we actually agreed on this, Carrie. I can't believe that I don't actually agree. I'm just agreeing to disagree because I know it's a futile argument. Why is it always I agree to disagree? Why can't we just agree? Okay, Abby is right, guys. Abby is right. That's it. You know what? Abby is right, guys. So, you know what? This is. I'm just taking off my ring. Okay, okay. Let me tell you something now. Oh, why are the eyebrows raising? Now, now, wait a minute now. Why are they raising? Wait a minute. I have time to take it off. (laughs) Wait a minute. Uh, guys, she's already tried to make this podcast about us. She's trying to turn this into a relationship podcast. Anyway, guys, we love y'all. And you know what? We will catch you guys in 2021. Can you believe it? 2021. It's right around. I'll keep my wedding ring on because I love you. Okay. Outstanding. Guys, <laughs> we love y'all. We will see you in 2021. Go ahead and subscribe to the show. Subscribe to the show. Rate the show. And we will see y'all. This is Flight 785. Happy New Year. You're on board Flight 785.
sportos, motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude.